Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Hey, everybody. It's another episode. Matter of fact, the last episode of season two of Casual Swinger. My name's Mickey. And I'm Mallory. Oh, it's taken us forever to get this episode out again. It's not just Mallory. It's Mallory and the casual dog. I do. I have a 115-pound Rottweiler in my lap. Literally sitting across her like the I, world's I, most interesting dog. He is. He is. I actually have no lap now. Why is he staring at me? Like He's like challenging me. He's like, so lonesome. We've been uh, holed up in our offices today. So This my bitch now. Yeah. He's a he's being a mama's boy right now. <laughs> he's got issues, but this episode is called Sex is Funny. Sex is funny. It can be funny. Like hilarious shit happens in the bedroom, especially when you're all naked and you're kind of slapping together and the noises that come from sex can be funny cuz inside I'm still a 12-year-old boy and I know it's natural and air gets in there, but if there's like group play and a queef comes out, I'm I have to like, try not to snicker. I just fall down laughing, just cracking up. Because it sounds funny. That's hilarious. And, I mean, the faces and the positions and a leg in the air and, you know. I mean, and if you do it if you do it right and you do it long enough, you're sweaty and you look like complete hell by the time you're done. You, like, you try to look all cute and sexy when you go into it. And then you come out of it and... I look, look shipwrecked. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you're an episode of Lost. If I'm lucky. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Speaking of sex, I'm so glad I'm thinking about sex again. Like my brain's finally coming out of the COVID fog with the crises and work and all the changes to our lives. And It's been a little nuts. Like I'm even like trying to like start get into it. Like I kind of pushed you up against the counter today. I'm like, hey. I know. I loved it. You were like, hey, what's that thing? Well, I knew it was really starting to creep back in where I woke myself up like grinding on you like a cat in heat. Meow. Meow. Oh, there went yeah. the dog. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's I, this COVID thing has just screwed everything up, including people's sex drives. We talked about it in our last episode, and we heard some feedback from you guys. I think that made us feel a lot more normal. Now, my pink hair is not normal. <laughs> yeah, and we're not trying to, like, minimize the impact that it's had on, you know, everyone's lives. People have left loved ones, work, you name that. It's just... We're all trying to deal with it as best as we can. And sometimes the way we deal with it is to, you know, the shelter in place and, and our mental and emotional splices too. So yeah. splices, listen I, to me, too I, much vodka. I was trying to understand where your splices were, but <laughs> I want to see your splices. Splayed out. Hey. You know, it's funny though, because here, you know, we everything's just starting to reopen a little bit, right? So Yeah, especially in Florida, because we're an at-your-own-risk state anyways. <laughs> right, and, it's, and that's the way Florida works. They're just like, mm, good luck. Try not to die. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> so, yeah, things are opening up a little bit. and Not a lot of it, although I did hear a few lifestyle clubs are reopening, which I think maybe that might be a little dangerous. But I guess we'll see how that goes. 
Uh, at the end of the day, uh, looking over the numbers in, in COVID and without going too far down that rabbit hole, uh, it's about 90, 96 to 97% survival rate. It's, and, and well, no, that's not actually accurate. It's 94 to 95% survival rate. So it's about six to six and a half percent uh, fatality rate. And that's worldwide average. In the United States, it's about 6%. So it's 94 to 95. Uh, but I, at the end of the day, starvation kills 100% of people. So people want to go back to work. People want to get out. I don't, I don't blame them, I guess. I don't, I mean, I get it. It's scary and it scares the hell out of people and uh, it makes them not want to have sex, but I think I want to have sex with you. I would love to have sex with you. I, I, I really would. Like, I don't, I don't care if it's 30 seconds or 30 hours. I just, I need me some. It'd be flaming after 30 hours. <laughs> I'd be broken for the rest of the year with my right. luck, but. Well, but, and I think one of the things we really wanted to do was we really wanted to laugh. We really wanted to smile. We wanted something because, you know, Casual Swinger has been so much fun looking across these two seasons now that we've done of this. There's so many episodes that are fun. They were fun to record. They were fun to think about, fun to listen to. Oh, yeah. And and that definition of fun, like, spans everything from the comical that makes your, like, guts hurt. Like, the episode we did with Kate and Daryl. Like, that, that was, was awesome. oh, my gosh. We just did that not too long ago. That was Dude, awesome. Dude, I, I, I gave up way too much personal info about myself. Yeah, like, but it was great. I got, I got real down and dirty. Um, But, like, even the more serious episodes, like the one with Harry or or whatever, all of it has been so much fun. And I think we just need to be more mindful of including that in our day-to-day lives. Mm, Absolutely. And maybe just make ourselves sit down and record because one of the, one of the, it wasn't a question. It was a comment I got from a listener who just was like, just get on and talk because we are used to hearing your voice and it makes us feel better. And that made my day. It really did. I was like, really? I was like, I didn't think anybody gave a shit what we had to say, but I really, really, really appreciated that message. And you know who you are out there that said it. So thank you very much for that. And uh, it was pretty cool. But today we're doing something fun because sex is funny. Sex is hilarious. We have a comedian by the name of Damon Millard who joined us on the show to have some laughs, just to kind of talk about his lifestyle experiences a little bit. He's lived all over the country. Uh, you know, he's got a couple things on YouTube. He's got a couple albums out there, but he used to be in the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. He was in a previous relationship that was um, uh, around in the lifestyle, and he's got a lot of interesting stories Yeah, uh, that they, they came from that before and after. Yeah, I and, think- well, of course, during. Yeah, you know, we we probably made the poor guy nervous because we were just all over him. We're like, "Oh, tell us this story. Tell us that story." Like it was it was fun though. And, well, I have a thing for comedians. You know, do. there's no bones about him. Huge Burt Kreischer fan, which a lot of folks um, are. Obviously, he's he's super popular, and I'm so happy to see him in success. Um, I love Tom Segura, Eliza Sl- Schlesinger, uh, Brad Williams. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck, the list goes on and on. Like you I watch a lot of stand up. Fucking love comedians. Yeah, I, I think we love people that want to see people happy. I don't even if they're not a comedian, even if they're just other lifestylers or other content creators, anybody that wants to see other people smile is probably our jam. Absolutely. So, if you can make me laugh, you can probably get in my pants. That's exactly how I did it, folks. If you want to know how my schlub ass took her down, I made her laugh and I got her drunk. No, I was sober. <laughs> and I had already planned on fucking you. <laughs> well, well, I wish someone had told me how to shave. 
anyway, so that's going to be kind of fun. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. it. Might even run a little long. And we played a game that we call, oh my God, I've never. Gee, been. what? That sounds familiar. Oh, I know. It's basically never have I ever, but we it just was wanted fun. to play around a little bit. And it ended up being a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> what I loved is, and you guys will hear this uh, in the segment, but he, like, it's it's hard to try to think of something that you haven't done that you would assume your ca- the other players have. Well, it's not Especially that hard with us. He knows we're this. fucking dirty, so. Exactly. But think about playing that with a bunch of lifestylers. We've done it before. It's fucking hard. It really is. Really hard. We have some depraved ass friends in the lifestyle, though. Some people that you're like, you did a what? Yeah. Yeah, that's also true. I'm not um, to call also, any names. my... My beautiful wife. <laughs> like you did what? what? <laughs> I have lived a full life and I'm very grateful for it. Are you full like completely? You don't want to do anything else? No, I'm not full as of right now. So if you'd like to help me um, <laughs> with that, totally down. Just saying. So we've got Damon Millard here for you today. He's the comedian that's joining us. He did a great job. We had a lot of fun with him. We think you guys are going to dig it. We'll get into that here in just a few. But before we do, let's kind of talk about what we've been up to and what's going on. Yeah, well, lately, um, this week, uh, the Regrassels were supposed to be in Jamaica for their May trip. And typically, we don't go on this trip, but they're doing a virtual trip, which I'm really excited about. That was launched on Saturday. And they're having a lot of fun. There's a lot of participation, people giving... uh, Posting photos for contests, like yesterday was um, your favorite Jamaican photo. And there were outfits and landscapes and staff. And, oh, it made me so homesick, but it made me so happy to see it. it so really was freaking amazing, right? Like, I, I, I love seeing, because this is the first time that every rascal's been to, able to participate that's at the tr- same time. That's true. Technically, because it's a virtual trip, we're all there together because they're seasonal rascals that only go either in the spring or the fall. Right. So there's like a thousand people that are playing this game now, which is just nuts. And it's so cool to see. And we played What's Under My Hat. And I took a video from the pool. Yes. And people could see your legs. And it kind of looked like you were nude. And everybody's like, move the fucking camera. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to tell. I'll keep it a secret. It's awesome. Uh, But we ended up under my hat was a fleshlight. It was a fleshlight quick shot that we sell on casualtoys.com. And uh, we're actually going to give away a Casual Toys Rodeo for the person that guessed that. So, I And was, the Rodeo, that's the um, handheld vibe, right? Yeah, the rechargeable vibe that we use for Vibrator Rodeo, which it's, is, I mean, it's really taken off in our group. That has been one of the go-to, one of the toys that the, everyone comes back and says, oh, my God, mm-hmm. this thing's amazing. Everybody wants to fight over I that really want to put it on our store. Yeah, I'm going to get it up there eventually. It's you know, we use it as a giveaway. We use it for prizes. And I think it makes it a little more special. It's like not something you can buy. You have to engage with us socially to get it, which I kind of dig that at, on some level. But I think we probably should start selling it because yeah. enough people are after it. <laughs> are we using it as like the drug dealer model? We are. Like here's some free candy, kid. Right? Get in the van. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's been kind of neat. And yeah, even with this COVID thing, I think we've you know been engaging a little more. My hair's growing out. My roots are showing. Yeah, because your hair's been, um, it migrated from like purple, like Barney, oh, the dinosaur, purple, purple. to this faded calco pink blonde with some purple dots in there. FYI, I am not a licensed hairstylist. <laughs> Negative. I have a big purple spot in the skin on the side of my head. 
I'm sorry. I was rubbing it in. I was giving you a scalp massage while the dye was setting, no, and I nice. thought that was a good thing. That was not. Okay. <laughs> so I uh, I went out in the neighborhood the other day, and I you know I'm a I'm a nerd, and we had an eld we have quite a few elderly people. This is Florida after all in the neighborhood that were looking for some help. They had a problem, so I stopped by, and the first thing this guy's like 80 years old. He looks at me and goes, "What happened to your head?" <laughs> what do you mean? Your head's pink. I'm like, I'm sorry. It it was a tragic accident. I would have laughed if you told him that you caught something. It's gonorrhea. Side effect of the COVID. You still it's, want me to fix your shit? No, you can't. That is not safe to say, and it's not funny. But gonorrhea, hilarious. Gonorrhea is not hilarious. I had that in college. It sucked. I thought you had the clap. That too. Oh wow. I was I was very. That's prolific. what I should have used for the game. Never have I ever had gonorrhea. Oh well, which time? I've actually been very lucky. I've never had an STI. You better knock on wood. <laughs> Did that sound like wood? No, it didn't. No, I didn't want to see wood. No. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I want to see all the wood. Like, uh, I'm starting to solicit four di- dick pics at this point. <laughs> someone don't, don't someone say that. Someone send me a penis. I get all the goddamn social media <laughs> posts. That it will be raining dicks on our Twitter, and it'll be all your fault. <laughs> I'm going to blame you because I have to look at all of them. Please send dick pics to Mickey at casual swinger. Eat shit.com. What's wrong with you? But we do have some fun stuff coming up still, right? So that virtual rascal trip is going on right now and we are participating in that, but we have a real rascal trip coming up that is two weeks long in November, 2020. So we are selling rooms for that. Uh, if you guys want to make it out for that, you know, we were previously sold out, but since that second week opened up, which was our home week, we went ahead and opened that up to everybody. So that is out there. Plus February, 2021 is a hot seller and almost sold out already. So if you're interested in that trip, that one is a pretty good one as well. In addition to that, we have our deal coming up in Nashville in August. I am working on that room block. I kind of spoke too soon last week when we talked about this. Yeah, I did, but... Yeah, it's okay. It's all good. We do have the block. As a matter of fact, it's going to get cheaper, so we're going to get mm. that going for you guys. And uh, that's pretty much all that's going on right now. Are you sure you're not forgetting Podcast of Palooza in October? Oh, yeah. What about that? I am I am pumped. So I thought I had my outfits worked out, and then I found something new. And I'm pinching my pennies because... It's not cheap, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. Oh my god! It's not like break the bank expensive, but I'm I'm kind of a frugal little miser over here. Oh, since when? <laughs> when it's my money and not yours. All right, we'll definitely check out Podcast of Blues in our show notes. Mallory, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us, and we'll get on with Damon Millard and sex is funny. All right, guys. Well, Casual Swinger everywhere. Reach out to us at podcast.casualswinger.com. You can find us at our website, casualswinger.com, as well as social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Look us up on the dating sites. That's STC, SLS, Double Date Nation, Quiver, and Cassidy. That'll do it. Hey, folks, check out Damon Millard. We got some information in the show notes for you. In the meantime, you've been listening to Casual Swinger.
Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Casual Swinger. I'm your co-host, Mallory. And I'm her co-host, Mickey. <laughs> and we're back. We're out of cadence, but we're here and we have a, I guess I'm really excited to have on the show today. Yeah, this is pretty neat for us, right? It's it's the end of a season for starters, right? So our totally arbitrary, good for no fucking reason whatsoever, season episode limit of 22 has been reached. Yes. And we're going out with a bang. Oh, several bangs with any luck, but with COVID, we'll just bang each other, but that's okay. But I'm really excited about ending on this note. We've got a guest for you guys that really sums up casual swinger and what we're all about. Fun, friends, variety, laughs, creativity, and maybe even some kindness. You guys know we love music and we love live comedy. Yeah. Right? No secret that we love Bert and you guys like Tom Segura. I think he's a penis, but you know, you guys, <laughs> there's, there's lots of guys that we love and some that we made friends with. But we came across a comedian who shares more than just our drive for mocking his fellow man. He's a guy who gets a lifestyle and watches more porn than maybe anybody we know. He's got a few things to say about it. So let's welcome to Casual Swinger, Damon Millard. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited to have you. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm fangirling a little bit because I, I do love comedians. And I watch some of your stuff. You're fucking hilarious and pretty oh, cute. Thank oh, you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, I honestly would rather be funny than cute, but I'm Fair. working on that. Yeah. Fair. Actually, that's a good point. I kind yeah. of think I'd rather be like obnoxiously attractive. Just make me good looking. And yeah, then no one then cares if I'm funny. You'd probably be a dick. Oh, yeah. I'd be so, a big dick anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started with some easy stuff because this is all about Damon today. So easy stuff. How long have you been in comedy and how did you find yourself doing stand up? I've been doing stand up 11 years. It was kind of like an accident. I mean, I've always loved stand-up, but I never thought about doing it, you know? And then I had lied to a girl. I don't know why I thought it was going to impress her. I had lied to this girl, and I told her I was doing stand-up. Oh, no. <laughs> I really did. I was just, like, making it up. And then, uh, and then I actually had a tragedy in my life where, like, I lost a good friend. It was just, like, this moment where I was like, life is short. What's stopping me? You know, I could be dead tomorrow. And uh, I just did it. It was like a drug. I just never, I never stopped ever again. Was it scary? Was that like the first time you were on stage is when you started doing stand up? Did you have like a, like any theater background? No. That's got to be terrifying. Like public speaking for me sucks. Yeah. Doing it for the first time. Yeah. It was very scary, but I prepared like all week long. I went to this open mic in Milwaukee and they give you like 10 minutes and I got up there and I was talking and talking and talking and talking. And then at some point I just ran out of stuff and I was like, how much time do I have left? And the lady was like, eight more minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. That's like the first time I had sex with a girl. I was like, are we done yeah. here? And she's like, no. <laughs> it had to have been the longest eight minutes of your life. But eight you seconds. went back for more. So kudos to you. Yeah, it was great. And then I made a mistake because I invited all my coworkers for the second time. The first time went really well. Then the second time I, I bombed really hard in front of all my coworkers. They never came back to see me ever again. They always think of me as that beginner, always. To this day, when I try to get them to come to stuff, you know, like album recordings or like big release parties or something, mm -hmm. they're like, ah, oh, we're busy, uh, Dave. We're sorry, <laughs> you know. Which hence coworkers and not friends. Right. I, I love how we define that. You don't have friends when you do stand up. <laughs> you lose them <laughs> real fast. 
That's a good point. You know, everybody bombs, right? Every, I mean, uh, and you do stage work, you're going to tell a joke that just lands flat. But in Milwaukee, is there really a big stand-up scene? I thought all those guys did was drink and fuck and shovel snow. Yeah, well, that's what you talk about when you get on stage. Um, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, so how about that snow, you know? <laughs> Beer. <laughs> it's just not much going on, huh? Well, I don't, I mean, when I started, there wasn't, there was no comedy there whatsoever, really. There was a comedy club, but they only hired like national touring comics. And so if you were like just starting out, you couldn't get any stage time there. And so we just started doing it in bars and stuff. And it's, it's still my favorite thing to do. When you really connect to people who are just like out to have a good time, you know, and they didn't have to spend 40 bucks to get in and. I love that. No, people who are passionate about what they do and it exudes and it comes across stage is something I noticed in one of the videos. I I don't know if it was illegal or not, but it's on YouTube. Someone posted um, a stand up that you did and it was phenomenal. You could tell you like you were really into it. So good on you. Thanks. Um, I got to go check out what's out there. I, I really didn't think there was any live performances of me available. Yeah, I don't want to call this guy out and get him in trouble, but it is out okay. there because I, I wanted to see you in action. So I did a little digging. Uh, I, I did have to dig for it, though. So okay. I, I have to tie this together because people are going to start to wonder why we have you on the show. So yeah. um, previously, you had been in the lifestyle. Um, yeah. Your ex-girlfriend, right? You met her while doing stand-up. I did, and, yeah. Yeah, so let's kind of... Tell our listeners a little bit about that. Like, are there tons of chicks out there like looking at bang comics and and how did how did you meet her and how did that go? What was the progression? No, comics don't get groupies. It's it's totally fake. My entire job is telling people how much of a loser I am. You know what I mean? It's like I I tell people my real credit score when I'm on stage and girls (laughs) run for the hills. They want nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? I'm the I'm the one off because it like yeah. that hits my button every time. So oh good, yeah. I got lucky one time, and the girl had a cast on, and I banged her in a CVS parking lot, and her cast was hanging out the back of her window. You know what I mean? It was like <laughs> once. That's like the one time. Was she the last one to leave the bar? Did you just tackle yeah. her? Like she's the only one that I could catch. She was the slow. <laughs> she was the slow antelope. Yeah, I separated her from her friends and. Uh, <laughs> I was at all. <laughs> just took her yeah. down. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow, that went in a weird way, didn't it? No, <laughs> it got a little creepy, but it's good. You're safe yeah, here. Well, I'm joking, but I I'm not joking about the CVS parking lot. Uh, they came out and asked us to leave, and I was like, okay, it's gonna it's gonna t- t- take a minute. Yeah, uh, I'm not quite finished with this girl yet, <laughs> and she's not exactly going anywhere fast. It's not like being a rock star at all. Like, it's not even show business. It's just like talking. It's Comedy is just talking. There's nothing real. There's no art to it, you know? Just get up there and talk to a friend. There just happens to yeah. be a couple hundred of them, right? Yeah. Obviously, that girl with the broken leg hanging out the back window of the car <laughs> didn't end up being your girlfriend. So this girlfriend no. that ultimately introduced you to the lifestyle, right? That's where you met her. So how the hell did that happen? I did meet her at a stand-up show. I was joking earlier. Um, it happens sometimes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If they drink like one of those fish bowls with like 90 drinks in them, yeah, oh, yeah. you're going to get lucky. It's just a numbers thing. So, <laughs> so I pay met. attention, aspiring comedians. <laughs> yeah, write this down. But I, I met her at a stand-up show, and you know, we started going out, and I, I took her on a date, and I noticed she was wild right away. Like, 
you could just tell. You know what I mean? She's like freak. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, like, so she was adventurous. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the way to say it. Okay. <laughs> she was a very adventurous girl. So we started pushing the envelope. Like it was just like one thing after another. I remember one time I went to like an adult bookstore to like one of the private booths and we were having sex in there and uh they were trying to kick us out because they caught us and they were try- trying to tell us to leave the store but uh president obama's motorcade was like right out front and they wouldn't let anybody leave the stores so we were stuck in the oh, store that how kicked awkward out. is that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. well hey since we're stuck here can we go finish <laughs> yeah i mean that'd be like, cool since we're already here um so, I mean, obviously this is pre-COVID, so you didn't bring any handy wipes or Lysol to wipe the seats down. You guys just went for it, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a sick dude. I realized that. I was licking the walls. I was like, this is awesome. You're immortal. Nothing can harm you. <laughs> yeah, there was a little hole in the wall in there, and I was like trying to climb through it. I was like, this is great. That's um, a glory hole, Damon. <laughs> oh, see? I learn things every day. So did you panic a little? See, here's the thing. We just kept going further and further. We just kept doing crazier and crazier stuff. You know, like when we started doing it, like on like playgrounds at schools, I was like, we got to probably calm this down. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, they're going to come out for lunch eventually. Pretty sure this um, is a felony. (laughs) All right. So you guys just kind of progressively got crazier and crazier. So how did it come up, though? How did you guys go? We should really fuck someone else. Okay, here's where it gets. This is the weird thing about it is. The kink for each of us was to, like, see the other person do it. So it was, like, really hard to, like, be on the same page. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Okay. Yeah, I could see logistically. Yeah, that's a challenge. Because if you get off on watching her, you can't keep their partner busy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, that's what it became. And then we started doing some weird stuff. Like, we were on uh, Craigslist, right? This was the very beginning, too, where I just wanted to have sex with her in the same room with another couple having sex, right? It was like, it was I like think a lot first, of people start there. Yeah, it was the first dipping your toe in the pool thing, you know what I mean? So somebody called me and, you know, we sent a bunch of pictures with no faces on it, and we decided to meet up at a restaurant. So we go there, and as we're waiting for the guy to show up, my coworker walks into the bar area and I'm Perfect. like, oh shit. I was like, don't make eye contact with this guy. I work with him, right? And so we're just, we're sitting there and of course there's one, one empty bar stool in the entire place. And so he comes up and he's like, oh, Damon, what's up? Do you mind if I sit here? And I'm like, yeah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh shit. Yeah. So like my heart's pounding. I'm like, try to get rid of him. Say anything. She's like, this works every time. And she farted. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing I know, he goes, because uh, he was going by an alias of Steve or something. And uh-huh. he was like, hey, so uh, I'm Steve, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. No, you're yeah. fucking kidding me. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. Yeah, let me take it up a notch. I'm not going to tell anybody's names here, but... I w- at the time, I was working at a TV news station, mm-hmm. and this guy just happened to be the news anchor. Of- <laughs> oh, it's even better. So your girlfriend fucked Ron Burgundy that night, basically. Yeah, basically. Well, no, because like, like I said, this was always the beginning. You know what I mean? If I could go back, I wouldn't be so timid. I was very timid. 
in all of the early meetups. With we all are. Yeah, it's fucking scary. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, and like now, now that I think back to all these adventures I had, I'm like, wow, I should have really went all out. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the youth is wasted on the young, right? Yeah. Like if we could yeah. go back and tell our like younger selves, like just fucking go for it. I know. I'm like, we could probably get in there, Dave. <laughs> right? Get in there. So, di- so did you- so you you guys did not pursue the the TV personality, the the news no. anchor. Damn. We did. We went back. We did. We went to his house, and uh, but we just did what we came to do. Like uh, we had sex in the same room and stuff. And huh. uh, okay. And she's a squirter, so she ruined his couch. And um, <laughs> but he made a lot of money, so I was like, "Get a new couch." You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Fuck your couch. Totally worth it. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh my god! So you guys ruined your your coworker's couch first time out. That's awesome. The thing I forgot to tell you is I hated him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I should have really prepared the story. It could have been good. <laughs> this definitely needs to go in your act. Yeah, I, it should. Yeah. Because yeah. that's unique. No one else has a story like this that I know no, of. No, it was crazy. So I hated the guy, but then because we decided to do this, now he's like my best friend. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, now you guys have a, like something in common, right? You've both seen your, your girlfriend squirt on his couch. So that happened, and... Uh, I was like, wow, this is going to be a lot of fun being a swinger. But I've, but I've had bad ones, too. We moved to Dallas because the girl I was with was a, a nurse and she would travel. She would go from like oh, okay. city nurse. to city. And at the time, like I said, I was working for the uh, TV news station. And I was like so sick of it. And stand up was really taken off at the time. And I was like, yeah, I'll go with you and I'll just travel and do stand up and i've mean, just been waiting for a sign then of course when i pulled the trigger all my no one would hire me but um <laughs> i was getting hired left and right when i couldn't go well right and i mean i was i was trying to figure out how that worked because i saw she was traveling and then you were road warrior comic you were doing the road warrior comic thing and i was like okay so you're in different parts of the country because comics go where the work is so what you were doing was going with her where she was going and then working clubs while you were in the neighborhood yeah that that was an easy way to get like an audition because a lot of guys will want to see you on stage live and then so what what are you going to drive to like pittsburgh and do five minutes of comedy just for them to say no thank you so yeah it was easier to be in the neighborhood and get like auditions and stuff like that but then i'd also have to travel here and there it's it's a it's actually a a rough life but to get to work only one one hour a day is pretty pretty fun i guess that's not so bad (laughs) yeah well so covid hooked you up then because now you can do zoom auditions right all over the country it's awful it's not even the same you want to connect with people you know i did a zoom show two weeks ago where no one would turn their camera on i was playing to like these little squares little black squares with their names in it you know it's like oh yeah dude that's gotta be rough because it's Especially once people start smiling and laughing, there's like that inherent energy. Like you can hear it, but when you're present in the room, it's totally different. Yeah, and you feed off of that. And like I honestly, and it's happened a couple times during this interview where like things aren't going well, my the gears in my brain slow down. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get all rusty. Oh man, don't worry about it. Everybody here knows that we run off on tangents all the time. It's not a big deal. All right, so you told us a little bit about your first lifestyle experience. And, you know, that was kind of, you know, watching and being watched and a little bit of voyeurism. And, you know, that's that's all a sign of what we call compersion in the lifestyle, which means you really kind of get off on seeing your partner happy. Them yeah. kind of getting theirs is, is really exciting. So let's talk a little bit about you guys' play style. What did it evolve into? 
and and any experiences that really stood out to you, good or bad, in the lifestyle from that point? So like I said, we moved to Dallas and Dallas is a hotbed of the lifestyle. It's there's a lot going on there. So when we got to Dallas, we Googled some stuff and we found a club. I'm pretty sure it was called the Velvet Curtain, but I could be wrong. Mm, interesting. So it's a club where like they're not allowed to sell alcohol, so you have to bring your own alcohol. That's everything. Yeah, in Dallas. Lot, yeah. Well, a lot of lifestyle clubs like that, like the one in Baltimore. Yeah, but BOA, Dallas is a dry county, so they'll sell you ice, but that you can't actually get booze, even at strip clubs. We can't do this sober. You know what I mean? Then we have to live <laughs> with ourselves. Jesus would hate that. He would cover his eyes, but there's holes in his hands. It's much harder for him. Yeah, he's like, Oh, don't do it, Dame. So we go, right? This is this is the first true time we were like, let's go. Let's go for it. Actually, it's not. But this is the first time we were like, we're going to a place. Before it was all like real seedy. This is the first time we were going to a legit physical location to do this. And man, just to, just thinking about it, I'm, I'm just remembering how it's so exciting, this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's oh, we like, do. <laughs> just, Ask us yeah, how we yeah. know. You've done it once or twice, right? Maybe. It's like you're in line for a roller coaster at all, you know, you're like next to get on at all times. And uh, that's a really good metaphor, actually, because you are next to get on. You don't want to be the last guy, though. A roller coaster, it's cool to be in the back of the train. You're like, this This is a very roomy now, you know? <laughs> I feel like there was less space on this before, you know? Um, <laughs> that's a different ride. That's totally different now. Very wet. <laughs> Somebody yeah. throw up in this seat. <laughs> so we brought this huge bottle of vodka, just like a gale, whatever the biggest size you can think of. You know that like cartoonly large, like sky vodka bottle? $9. Yeah, I know that one. The one that should come with a wagon. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's enormous. It comes to like my hips. It does. If you're six feet tall. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> she, she's freakishly tall, much like a giraffe. <laughs> All legs, no neck. Yeah. You have no idea what I'm picturing right now. Yo, I'm picturing it. Yeah, it's like just this head on top of legs. That's it. Here we go again. Okay, she's got to get like the nerve up, you know, so she's like drinking and drinking and drinking. But it's a fun night all of a sudden, you know, like, you know, the nervousness goes away and they're playing this game where like every guy gets a key and every woman gets a, like a, a lock. And then just as you w walk around, you like put a key in the lock. And if it opens, you have to go spend like five minutes alone with that person. So a modified key party. Yeah, it's like a key party. Yeah. yeah except it's shorter term. Plus it's like seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Seven minutes okay. in heaven meets key party. I like okay. it. It was fun. Yeah. So you got to meet a lot of people. And if they weren't your thing, you weren't locked in. So we met this couple, right? And they were like hot and they were and funny and, and nice. And also that's what no one tells you about. Like everybody thinks like the first thing you think about when you hear swingers is the sex part, but you don't think about that when you get older, it's hard to meet cool friends. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, very much so. And then when you're at these parties, you just like meet people. Like, what am I going to talk to people I work with for the rest of my life? You know what I mean? <laughs> so... By the end of the night when we, we met this cool couple and everybody was gave the thumbs up. It was happening. So we go to this other part of the club where it's like the hookup room where it goes down. Mm -hmm. So she's making out with the guy and I'm hooking up with the girl and this girl is smoking. I'm like, yes, this is great. For the first time, I, I didn't think about her at all. I was like, who? 
Who? Nurse? <laughs> nurse who? Did I come here with someone? I don't even know. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm someone taps me on the shoulder, and it's the other guy. He like shrugs his shoulders. He's like, "Hey, what's up? What's up with her?" And then I look, and she's like slumped over, so drunk, she's like passed oh, out. No. Oh shit! It's sneak attack. Yeah, it oh. it caught up oh. real fast. Suddenly yeah. hammered. And then she puked uh, right <laughs> she there. She puked in the oh, yeah. man. <laughs> all over this private room where it's supposed to be all nice, like where like 20 other couples are hooking up. It's oh. like, oh, oh, oh so, so we call that a, yeah, a group room. And thank yeah. God I've, I've never done it. I've been close. I, yeah. I like well, especially really when you shake the coke close. bottle up right when you start exactly. having exactly and then it sneaks up on me but I've I've been present when it's happened to somebody else oh we've seen it it is rough you feel bad for both parties like you're gonna feel like shit for a few days and your dick is gonna be hard for a few days <laughs> yeah for sure I mean that blew it obviously did you guys go back while you were in Dallas yeah that didn't end it um it could have I mean honestly if you saw what happened like if you saw how bad that was that was enough to make you throw in the towel, but we didn't. We we kept at it. We went to another party, and this one also not great. For some reason, they were doing it at like three in the afternoon, right? We're like, all right, well, we'll go check out a three after three in the afternoon party. Interesting. Okay. We get to this neighborhood, and like, it doesn't seem like anything's going on. I'm like, there's no way this is it, right? So we go up these big stairs. It's it's a, it's kind of like uh, it's like a Bates Motel kind of ho- home you know what i mean like it's like very scary like huh. the monsters it looked like the monsters lived there you know what i mean oh dude like, i would have turned the fuck around yeah but not me because i was like horny and uh, <laughs> i was like i gotta get this poison out and we're going in there i don't care and uh so we go up like the nine flights of stairs and we get there and then we ring the doorbell and it's like boom boom i'm like no way yeah this can't be this can't be real first of all we found it on like some it's like a swingers myspace do you know of this one i don't know what it's called a swingers myspace probably talking about aff that sounds right like it yeah oh there's yeah there's like a a a Dozens of platforms out there. AFF. I think AFF's the one that everybody finds first. Yes, and that's the one I started off on. Mm-hmm. God, that was a million years ago, 14 years ago. Yeah, it was a long time I ago. I was like 12. It was inappropriate. <sighs> um, you have to let my secrets out? Look, I would. I mean, look, I just hunt in the same places the demon goes to have sex on a playground. <laughs> <and it's fine. laughs> this went really off the rails. <laughs> Sorry, that's our fault. Totally our fault. So I ring the doorbell, right? I ring the doorbell, boom, boom. All of a sudden, like the the drapes move like a little bit, and there's like w- like a little old eye in there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, sorry, ma'am, we're we must have the wrong place." And she's like, "You're here for the swingers party?" Yeah, Grandma, we're here. I was like, "Yeah, we are." And the door opens, and she's in a wheelchair, <laughs> and she like rolls back. She's like, "Oh, don't step on the cat!" And then we go it. Yeah. Uh, what? How was the cat? Tight. <laughs> Pointy on five ends. One of the best I've had. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, all right. So you guys ended up leaving down there. And I know at some point you, you ended up making your way to the Big Apple, right? So that had to be just a, a, a complete difference, right? And yeah. So did you guys explore the lifestyle in New York at all? I mean, it's a, that's like 
massively different. Not much. We we met one other couple, then they were just real cool, and they would come over and we'd play like beer pong. It went on a little bit longer. Do you think that was based on like the availability, or like did it maybe lose its excitement because it became like a regular cadence, and like sometimes when I do something, it becomes monotonous. That my interest level kind of recedes. I feel like maybe I felt her like less into it than me. So I didn't want to push. And then because I wasn't pushing, she, you know, so it was like this spiral, you know? All right. Fair. That's actually really good on your part. Yeah. I loved the girl. I didn't want to like ruin it. It's a delicate thing. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It is. And also you want her to be comfortable and confident and happy and having a good time because if for some reason she's not, it's going to be really obvious really quickly, even more so than her folded in half getting ready to vomit in the floor of a group room. Yeah, Mm. exactly. We found ourselves in situations where it's just like full of hot chicks, like super hot chicks. And then every dude schlubby and (laughs) and I could tell she wasn't into it. So I can't be like, well, I'm still going in. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a very nice guy. The greater good. Take one for the team. Don't mind his back hair. Because if I ever want to come back, I got to, you know, I got to put in a little work. I got to act like I don't want to bang every girl here. Well, do you use the lifestyle at all in your act? That's actually, that's a great question. Because when I was looking into it and we were having these conversations about talking to you, I didn't see a whole lot of that. Is it something that you've added to your act? I tried a couple. I had like one or two jokes and they didn't really hit. And I don't, it's not something I've really explored. I want to, there's a lot to mine there for sure. I'll probably circle back to it. I had a joke that wasn't that funny and it didn't go anywhere. And maybe, maybe loose. I love how you said it's, it just wasn't that funny. So it didn't go anywhere. Well, that makes with the sense. In comedy, you just try some stuff, you know, Uh, I'd like to talk about some of those stuff. And just try and find a way to work it. Well, I think it would be, I don't know how long ago it was that you tried to throw it in there, but I think we've come a long way over the last, even last like four or five years. There's a a, a lot of younger folks. We're in our (laughs) mid thirties and forties over here. So I think it puts us kind of in the median of this, like, sexual freedom and positivity phase. I mean, we have kids that are basically adults and they're listening to this shit and they're opening, you know, open to it. Oh, and then my, my folks on the other, other end of the stuff are finding humor in it as well. Like they're allowed to all of a sudden. Oh, my middle kid walks up to us in the pool yesterday and says, Hey, one of my friends wants to buy a strap on. What would you recommend? <laughs> like I'm like, do normal fathers have this conversation with their daughter? Because don't I'm even, really not happy I right don't now. even want to hear it. Cause the night before she, we were talking about queefing. I, really? I just can't even. Yeah. Where, was it your idea or hers? I, you don't want to know. Oh, good. <laughs> like, no, we didn't challenge each other to like a competition or anything. We were just, there was, I, I digress. Right. It's just strange. <laughs> but my point was, I think, People would be receptive to it, or I'd be interested in finding out if people would, because I know I would, but maybe I'm in a vacuum. Well, here's what I can tell you, Damon. You know, we're, we're in a situation today in America where more than 20% of Americans have experimented on some level at some point with consensual non-monogamy. And those are just the ones that are fessing up to it. And those are the ones that are telling the truth, that have done something somewhere, girlfriend brought a girlfriend home, you and your buddy ran a train on this girl blah, blah, these things happen, right? But what I'm saying is that America is changing and that demographic is changing. And what better place to start having a normalized conversation about sex than on stage in a set 
where it's comfy and it's okay to laugh because laughter is a really great place to start talking about anything. And sex is fucking funny. We talked about this in the intro today. Sex is funny, right? The noises you make, the faces you make, who makes a serious face when they're coming? Anybody? Yeah, I do. It's pretty serious. It looks like I'm doing taxes. It's, uh, <laughs> and I owe, and I owe money. So it's very serious. Very, I'm in very complex. Um, also consider this. I started writing weed jokes so that people would offer me weed after the show. So if I started uh, writing swinger jokes, dude, you know what I'm dude, saying? You were on to something. We you, may break the curse of comedians. You, you may end up <laughs> yeah. standing under the pussy tree. I know. They'll just be like slapping me in the face with it. Yeah. Right? You, know what I mean? you the, never know. The next chick you fuck in a CVS parking lot may have two yeah. working legs. Or none. Oh, <laughs> even better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Oh my God! This Damon, is so Damon took down a bobber in a parking lot. It's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool. All right. So obviously, your life has not gotten completely vanilla at this point, right? Because no, I heard your side gig is editing gay porn videos. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What did that happen? It's so casual. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody Natural does progression. it. Like, like, like six out of. 10 kids do it. There was honestly, there was a, there was a time where I just needed a day job. It was the m- most flexible thing that I could find. Right. You know, I have a background in TV and video and editing and all this stuff. And then I just, I just happened onto an ad for a video editor, but it didn't say much more about it. When I got on the phone with the guy, he was just like, Hey, this is gay porn. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it is? All right, I'll do it. And uh, he was like, you're not gay? And I was like, no. Pretty sure. Pretty last I checked. <laughs> he was like, so, all right. So he gave me like a sample one, right? He sent me he sent me some clips and I put it together. And at first, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't like, I wasn't like enjoying it. Like there was some, t- some close-up shots that I was like, oh, oh. wow. Wow. <laughs> so that's what it looks like in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay wow so it was educational Um, oh yeah to say the least i've been i've been editing that stuff now for two years and i can do it while i eat greek yogurt so no problem oh god yeah you're a pro i'm more angry at the cameraman for not holding the shot straight than i am at any of the butt stuff you know i even won it i won an award for for it which is great no Uh, shit yeah yeah. That's fantastic. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's a well-deserved award, if nothing else, for just all those money shots. All This job is online only, right? I've never even seen these guys ever. Um, they just send me video. I download it. I edit it. I upload it. I edit for Cocky Boys, uh, cockyboys.com. Not to be confused with Bukaki Boys, different show. Probably a different show, but just as good, I would imagine. More cleanup, but just as good. So they invited me to their summer pool party last year. I hope they have it again this year. And uh, I go there and it's this big mansion. Have you ever been somewhere you get deja vu? You're like, I've been here before, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking around and I realized I'm intimately familiar with this place because that's where they shoot all of the scenes. I knew the entire layout. It was so crazy. But- I spent the rest of the party telling people which pillows not to sit on. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, you don't want, not that one. Nope, no. Nope. Oh, don't oh. play, don't play pool in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's <yeah>. awesome. 
Ooh, I know that shower. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. So it was very uncomfortable. There was no surfaces to sit on. Uh, Did you walk around with your hands in your pockets? <laughs> yeah. I was wearing COVID masks long before it was cool. Um, <laughs> so, I just had a reference, please. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, I have whole, I have a, a hearing problem, so this whole mask wearing thing is a total fuck fest for me because yeah. everyone's walking around masks on. I can't read lips. Yeah, and my eyesight's yeah. going bad, so we're like uh, Gene Wilder and, and Richard Pryor. <laughs> and Richard Pryor, it's yeah, it's awful. <laughs> That's fantastic. So your life has taken yet another turn. I'm about to, I'm about to do stand up on Instagram. Are you kidding me? What does that even make sense to anybody? <laughs> it's digital Did that sound like a real sentence? Oh, let me. I'm about to do stand up on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I think you need like the the laugh. I call it audience feedback, right? So when I do when I do stuff digitally nowadays, in particular, you know, I'm used to emceeing conferences and you know hosting and being on stage. I need the feedback from the crowd. It's, I always tell people that the way that you know if a joke is funny is tell it in front of ten thousand people. Right? You'll know fucking yeah. immediately if that joke's yeah, funny or fuck not. Fuck you. <laughs> You'll know right now. You don't. You don't have to wonder. Boom. Crickets. Never tell that joke again. But uh, you have one thing that I think is comedy gold. You are in a new relationship. So let's talk about that new relationship a little bit. What we oh, know. Okay. The lifestyles in your past, which is totally cool. I had lifestyle in my past when I met Mallory, and one of the first things I did was tell her about my past. Stockholm. and i was like hey you know i did this thing and this is kind of you know who i am and she's like okay do you do you need that do you do you need to do that again you're so nice i went full fucking scarlett o'hara like i slapped him (laughs) in the face i was like how dare you i'm not that kind of girl okay let me back totally that kind of girl (laughs) (laughs) i told her she would make an amazing swinger and she was like and fuck you and the horse you rode in on your timing was bad too it was really bad i did it like when I was asking for a blowjob. But anyway, the, the point is that in that new relationship, I was really honest with her and it ended up working out really well for me. So have you been honest with her? Have you told her about some of the shit you've done in the past? Is this all going to be news to her when she listens to this podcast? No, it's not going to be news at all. Good she man. knows. She, she knows. I kind of, I kind of, oh man, I kind of <laughs> met her during the last relationship. I've never really told anybody that there was a little, there was an overlap, short um, overlap, if you will. Very short. Do you remember how I said that our thing was to see each other with other people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like that was the big thrill for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much that I that I got to have sex with new girls without getting in trouble. It was more that so I don't I can't even. It's, that thing it's you know, totally relatable and i get that you can't like find a word to describe it you got off there's a no it's, it's, it's there's no shame in that none yeah plus like hers was always that and it was more intense than mine i guess so she even went like i always wanted to be there but she would always send me out on like dates and stuff and she sent me to one of her friend's house one time to bang her friend and i did so she she wanted me to do that and then tell her the story that was that was what it was all about for her and so i had a tinder account and i met a girl and i hit it off and it was like it was great and here's where that that kink can backfire because i had such a connection with this girl 
that she immediately hated it, wanted to shut it down and, and stuff. And so I did, but I kind of kept in contact with her. And then when the relationship with the swinger girl didn't work out, we started hanging out again. And now I'm in a relationship with her for almost four years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And no lifestyle business with you guys? Nope. It's very fascinating and interesting to hear that there that dynamic. So first of all, swinger girlfriend, Spidey senses went off and was like, uh, way too into this girl. Red flags, red flags. Uh, yeah. Have to stop that off because the emotional she part was not yeah. part of the package deal. Uh-huh. Um, but it's amazing that you and her had that connection and, and you, you did your part or you stepped away or whatever and that you were able to, able to rekindle that and not have that awkward conversation because even if it's not not part of the equation currently, like the transparency is really important if you want that thing to succeed. Exactly. So good thing right. she already kind of fucking knows the whole backstory. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When she first found out, when my girlfriend now found out that she was the other girl then she stopped talking to me altogether it was a big thing so you were a douche you didn't tell her up front i didn't tell her up front on the first date i told her the next day (laughs) oh sour yeah but see there's a reason you and i have had this conversation you're like why don't you go out and talk to somebody i'm like because i'd have to lie to them and you're like, why do you yeah. have to lie to them? I don't like, have to lie. Because you wouldn't you won't fuck get to me. the second sentence. Yeah. You, you won't so get you're to the saying, second sentence. All right. That's I right. have two guys here. So there, is there a double standard? Because I don't have to lie. Yeah, because we don't, don't fuck you. Lie. We don't care who you're married yeah, to. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? who, who? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, fuck uh, you getting married tomorrow? Fine. Um, <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're literally going into labor. That's. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, but he's, Damon's right. We don't care. You know, it's guys generally do. You're going to find the random guy that's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm very serious. And I make the same face Damon does when he comes all the time. It may may make me want to fuck him more. But and then there's, you know, women, if you walk up to a girl and you're like, by the way, I'm in a consensually non-monogamous relationship. My wife knows about it and she's fine with you and I having sex. She'd be like, find another because this ain't happening. All right. I'm not the one. Right. So. I'd love to hear Damon answer this real quick. So, like, if I had to do this out in the wild, like, do I give a permission slip? Like, do, should I do, like, a video chat? Like, how do I rectify this? Like, how, how do you think that would translate to another woman to be like, I'm literally his wife. Please fuck my husband. Yeah. I don't know. Because it doesn't. <laughs> well, that just came you'd off. You'd have like, to, like. Fuck him so I don't have to. You'd have to be there, I guess. Like, uh, I don't. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. I'd probably have to be there and be... And- Scientists are working on it right now. <laughs> oh, thank God. As soon as there's an answer, we're going to let you know. Hallelujah. Well, yeah. You're right, right? I mean, think about he, it. He included himself. We're working on it. We'll let you know. We're, we're, we've got our best mind working on it. Who's? Just mine right now, but we've, we're, we're actively accepting applications. I, I'm depending on you, Damon. Think about this for a minute, Damon. We're in a bar... We're sitting there, we're shooting the shit. You and I are talking, sitting at the bar, talking about sports, talking about whatever. And this chick walks up and she's like, hey, uh, by the way, I uh, I, want to fuck. And my husband's over here and he's totally cool with it. Would that not sketch you out even as a guy? Now think about it from a female perspective. You know, like a guy walks up to her and goes, hey, I totally want to have sex with you. I know I'm wearing a wedding ring, but here's my wife. She's on Snapchat and she's totally cool with it. 
it's going to throw you off no matter what. And then once it starts with that apprehension, it's really hard to capture the energy. That's why I went into it cold. Like I was just looking to have a good date and I was able to have a good date. But if I went in there and I was like, hey, I'm on this date and I have a swinker girlfriend in there, but it's totally cool. Like that's the, you know, that's the only thing that the night becomes about. It couldn't be about good conversation and and having a connection and things in common. That's how I ended up at her apartment, (laughs) you know, not because not because I had permission. Yeah. Well, and I'm not going to argue. I can see why that would be the most beneficial avenue for you to take to get what you're needing. Right. And there, there is, there's gotta be a double standard out there then for guys versus girls in that situation. Cause our dynamic similarly is my husband likes it when I have sex with other guys and he likes it when I tell him about it. So, but I feel like I have the upper hand there with having those conversations and guys being down for that dynamic. I think in the reverse, it's definitely more skeptical. They never um, even ask if you're married. St- <laughs> they're they're <laughs> like, oh, you're breathing. Standard? Come on in. All right. So do you write, Damon, at all? Do you? Are you a writer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think you have a screenplay just waiting to happen. You're living it right now. Yeah. I have some interesting stuff. So city oh. swinging road warrior comic with his non-swinging girlfriend <laughs> holed up with her 82-year-old Polish father in the country of North Carolina. And you tell me there's no comedy there? No, there's comedy there. I uh, I had to edit a porno the other day, and I you know I, I can't get caught editing gay, gay porn here. So I was in my closet, but I just walked into the I just walked into the closet with my computer, and I was like, "I'll be out in a minute." <laughs> Not conspicuous so if you at get, all. If you get caught in the closet watching gay porn, I'll just be like, "This is who I am." I think this is me. Okay. I just do it for the money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that would even. Yeah, this is my life, guys. This is what I deal with. Right. I mean, I f- I feel like there's a thing there. I mean, you could even call your screenplay like stuck in the closet. Oh, please right? do tales from the closet, like minute video clips on Instagram, if you like. Yeah, that's um, your Netflix that's special, your, tales please, from the closet. Tales from the closet. You know what? I'm. Although I have a lot of problems <laughs> and. Uh, I wouldn't trade this life for anything. Whenever I'm around, chaos follows me. Things fall over. People, people, I just attract the craziest people. How about this? Do you know how I broke up with this new year girl? Oh, no. No. She cheated on me. (laughs) What? What? Yeah. How? What? How does that happen? I'm in an open relationship and she cheated on me. Oh, that's rough. And did you know she was... Like, can I go hook up with this guy? Was it kind of the same thing you had going on, but hers worked better? I mean, how did this go? No, no. It happened in a devious way, which is the only reason it was cheating. If it was like... Oh, yeah. It was the lie. Right? Was the you get that? Yeah. You get oh, that. We talk about it all the time. You got no yeah. reason to lie to me, so when you do, it's it, that's a double down. I came home, and I found a Magnum <laughs> condom wrapper. That's extra in, depressing. In the room. I go, what is this? She goes, that's yours. <laughs> was I birthing a cow? And I go, nope, it's it's not. I don't need one of these. Uh, 
And then, oh, this is where it gets real good. This is all the stuff that's going to be on my next special, by the way. So we were living in this apartment in San Diego at the time. I, I literally had just come off the road and I had been on the road for 40 days. And I thought everything was cool until that one moment. And then when you see something the size of a tire truck laying on your <laughs> carpet, she's in bed very sore. Right. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Walking like a rancher is what <laughs> yeah. I call it. Yeah. But we had just signed a lease. To your listeners, if you're going to cheat, cheat at the end of a lease. You know, not at the beginning so you're locked in for 12 months. <laughs> Solid advice. Yeah. Yeah. It's I feel just... like that's sage advice. If you're going to fuck yeah. around, do it at the end of the lease. All right. All right. We're going to get on with the game here. We're going to play a little game we call, oh my God, I'd never... So we're going to find out who's going to hell in this five-round game based on the fun party game, Never Have I Ever. This is Casual Swingers, so we're going to get to know the dirty bits and find out which one of us is going to drive the bus to hell and uh, who's sitting in the back. I love this. Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit of fun. and I think, you know, we can't have a guest on this show and not play a game. So uh, let's get started. Mallory, why don't you kick it off? This is a game. We go to five points. If you've done it, you lose a point. When you lose all your points, you're done. Okay. Oh my God. I've never farted during sex. Oh. Out of my butt. Damn it. I shouldn't. <laughs> I should qualify that. Yeah. You have totally, yeah. Pussy fart. It's not my fault. Yeah. Whatever. That's Just your saying. Fault. Pick the legs up in the air, hammer the hell out of it. But I have used turbo a few times. <laughs> I feel like that's just like a free pump. It's like fucking on a waterbed. You know, pump twice, get one free. Mm, mm, mm. Nothing? How about you, Damon? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. I'm not over here bragging about it. Oh, no. Was that bra- Was I bragging? Oh, I'd call it nitrous. I think that's an easy one. I feel like every guy has done it it's at really not some fair. point. I bet there's chicks that have done it too, though, who are just getting hammered and rant. Oh, Let we me. know a few. Oh, I, yeah. I know a few have done we've it to me. At, we've been at ground zero. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I was hitting her from behind. And all of a sudden, it just kind of wafted up and hit me in the face. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. That smells yeah. like someone ran over a dog. <sighs> all right. Like, oh, let's. Yeah, let's go to Taco Bell. Yeah. 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 That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> mm, I'm getting hungry. Mm. <laughs> all right. Point for Damon. Point for Mickey. Puked on her back. It was awful. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never called someone the wrong name while having sex with them. That's not fair. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is not fair. <laughs> Dirty pool. I, I knew where I was going with that one. Damon, what about you? I think Mallory's a loser with that one. I'm blushing over here. It was an accident. I was looking at somebody else and I said their name, not the person I was fucking. Oh, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've done that. No, I don't use names usually. Uh, There's the that's the oh, secret that I learned. Young yeah. Jedi had to take notes. Right? Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, darling. Take it, you dirty don't bitch. Don't say darling during sex. Darling. <laughs> yeah. Awkward, darlin'. right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, darling. <laughs> high school janitor. It's a very aggressive sound. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Damon. What do you got? Uh, never ever. Have I flashed someone in public? Like not at like a party or something. So you've never flashed anybody? Like, no. You've never just whipped your hog out like in an elevator and just been like, check this out? No, my my 
trench coat is still on layaway. I <laughs> will eventually do it. Well, I'm Floridian by birth, and I am of the Girls Gone Wild generation, so I'll just go ahead and give myself a point. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, just wiggled my root at somebody in public. Never have I ever had sex in a body of water. In a pool, the ocean, you hot haven't? tub. Nope. I've never Why? been a water person because it hurts. <laughs> like, I, I, I do like shower sex, but even then I need lube. But no, never successfully had sex in a body of water. I never successfully had it in water, but I've well, done I, it in I'm water. I'm talking like maybe it rubbed around the outside and was like, yeah, it's not going in. There's like, water is not a lubricant. Well, I, I, I have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Damon's like, yeah, totally <laughs> did that. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. So I farted and I've had sex in water. <laughs> At the same time. The, yeah. They were the same event, actually. Right? I'm actually a prude. This we're all talking about one thing. Well, that's a great part about a hot tub. You can blame the bubbles on the hot tub. <laughs> Until the yeah. bubble pops. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mickey? Never have I ever had sex in public. I hate you. <laughs> I know Damon's getting a. Oh, what? Aren't, aren't you going to. Aren't you going to. The fucking playground over Are you going to elaborate a little bit and be like, well, I'm sorry. Man, Our listeners know this. Where did you have sex? I've had sex in other places in public, but my crowning achievement's absolutely Disney World outside Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, wow. That's a great ride. Yeah, it was Twice. a great ride. Twice. <laughs> it was fantastic. I wonder how the pirate. <laughs> I found a new fetish. <laughs> that ficus will never be the same. Never. What the fuck made us think that we could hide behind a ficus? God, we're idiots. Do you take Disney bucks? You know, <laughs> Disney dollars. <laughs> Yo, you take Disney dollars, darling. <laughs> never, never, ever have I had sex with mouse ears on. <laughs> <laughs> never. Oh my God. Never have I ever. Uh, sext, sexting. You've never sexted before? Oh, wait, yeah, I have. Oh, fuck. I've done it. <laughs> I was just so happy I thought of something. <laughs> You're like, oh, wait, I totally did that. What are you wearing? Uh, pants. Oh, sorry, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds horrible or something. He sounds hideous. Uh, he sounds hideous. Always a dude. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I'll take that back. I, I can't think of something I haven't done. done. Twisted uh, fucker. <laughs> you, you have a very enriched life. I know I got both of you on this one. Never, ever have I had sex with more than four people involved. Mickey, Mallory, ha- Mallory, you're almost done. I, I am. I'm almost out of this game. You have three. Mm-hmm. I have four. David think- has three. <laughs> Never have I ever had sex that involved role play. Not, I have BDSM bondage, but not role play. Like I never dressed up as a maid. I never had like the him come to the door as a pizza guy. So I've never role played during sex. It's true. She never have. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the testimony. Well, I actually heard the one where you hate the word daddy. So I heard that episode. So. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it is, that is that is a big pet peeve. It's just it's so it squirmy. Yeah, it makes the other guy nervous too. Yeah, I know. I'm never like dad. I always go dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's your dad? I go. Who's your dad? And where's the fucking remote? 
Hey, darling, who's your dad? Get on Pirates of the Caribbean. I'll meet you back in the parking lot. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gross. I, I don't think I've ever role-played either. Damon, have you role-played? Gee, it's so hard to know what fits. Well, did you ever wear a sailor cap and tell Not... her to swab the floor after you were finished with her? <laughs> yeah. No. We, uh, yeah, when we do it, we always do a parole officer and recent released con but I, she never lets me have sex she just violates me and sends me back to prison uh, <laughs> she's really bad at it she doesn't get the rules she's like i'll see you maybe in three to nine <laughs> you know i'm gonna have to say i have even though i can't pinpoint it i right. i drink a lot all right so it's my turn so i'm gonna go never 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 oh my god never if I had sex in a bathroom. Ah. You cheat in bathrooms. You need a fuller life, sir. <laughs> I'm not proud of it because here's the thing. I'm a germaphobe. So having sex in a bathroom is not ideal by any standard, but. It didn't stop you. It did not stop me. How about you, Damon? Have you done it in a bathroom? Of course I've done it in a bathroom. That's where the cocaine is. You <laughs> idiots. I learned something new. That's why everybody hangs out there. Oh, shit. It's about time that I win at something because I just keep getting my ass kicked by Mallory and everything. On our first date, she beat my ass in darts. She beat my ass in pool. And then she beat my ass in the bedroom. But that was fun. <laughs> yeah. That last one you wanted. Yeah. She was yeah, I was wondering freak. where that was going. <laughs> She's a freak. Damon, I got to tell you, man, this has been awesome. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun, man. You guys are great people. I've, um, it's and I learned a lot about you guys. You know, you're, you're, <laughs> right? that was the whole point. We just wanted to educate you on us. Um, you know, right. since we're egomaniacs over here. Yeah, we do sit in a room and talk to ourselves and record it. So there's a certain level of egomania that comes with. No, that. we actually really appreciate you coming on. This has been a ton of fun. Um, before uh, we went to break there earlier, we were talking about some of your uh, current and upcoming projects. Did you want to tell our listeners uh, where they can find you, what's out and what's coming? Unfortunately, because the way the world is right now, I lost all my dates. I have no comedy shows on the books, no future shows right now. Um, but when I do, I would love to tell you about it. So if you go to DamonMillard.com and sign up for my mailing list i send out one email a month with all my dates on there and i and whenever i'm in your area please come and see me i have two comedy albums one just came out that's really funny it's called unicycle and that's the one that has the story of the cheating girlfriend on it that's on all the stuff and my first one which probably is my favorite album it's called uh shame pain and love and you can find me at millard comedy on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, I guess that's I guess that's it. And then I'm just been sitting here writing new stuff, so I, I can't wait to get on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, this has uh, been an hour-ish with our friend Damon Millard, who's a traveling comedian who used to be in the lifestyle. Before we get out of here, maybe the beautiful Mallory will tell everybody where to find us, and uh, we will blow this popsicle stand i'm pretty sure this is where everyone turn tunes out because if they've been listening they know where to find us but we are casual swinger everywhere um that's casualswinger.com. feel free to shoot us a message podcast at casual swinger if you love us please leave us a review on itunes we're also on your favorite social sites facebook twitter instagram and youtube 
and the dating sites, of course, because we like to get laid, especially when all this COVID bullshit's over with. That's SDC, SLS, Cassidy, Double Date Nation, and Quiver. That'll get her done. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy and go see Damon Millard when he comes to your town. You can find that in the show notes. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.